Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. This week I'm interviewing a woman who gets to travel around the country interviewing RV industry professionals and working up feature stories about them for a major RV industry news publication. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's a new online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50-plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give an in-depth coverage on each topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Nikki Benedict was an event planner until the COVID debacle put an end to all-person meetings. When her job was eliminated, she found work for a company that performed data analytics for the automotive industry. That required working entirely on a computer from home, and since people weren't supposed to do anything but sit home for months on end, Nikki had plenty of time on her hands to surf the internet. She eventually stumbled on some online resources describing the concept of RV living, which Nikki didn't even know existed. She connected with a few work campers and eventually bought a Class C motorhome so she could travel easily with her dog. But before she put the motorhome into drive, she signaled her intention on LinkedIn and connected with one of the owners of RV Business, who invited Nikki to work for them on a new project to interview RV dealers, campground owners, and other industry professionals on location. She would also attend various events. Nikki moved into her 24-foot motorhome in March of 2021 and hit the road a few months later. She's already had the opportunity to visit many new places and fell in love with Bozeman, Montana. This year, Nikki is planning to spend time in Florida so she can help her parents transition into the RV lifestyle themselves. Ideally, Nikki likes to spend three to five days in a new location before moving on. She likes to drive because it gives her an opportunity to think, dream, and plan other things she'd like to do. Yet, she's not opposed to spending more time in an area she finds rather intriguing just to learn more about the culture and the area. For example, she planned to spend just a few weeks in Arizona and wound up touring the state for several months. In addition to her work at RV Business, Nikki also hosts her own social media channels and even hosts a Hump Day Happy Hour live on Instagram every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. For that, she shares RVers' stories about why they jumped into the RV lifestyle and things they'd like to do when traveling. Nikki has already faced some significant challenges, such as having to replace her slide-out, which required her to be out of her RV for three months. She also learned a valuable lesson about the need to make advanced reservations when traveling to popular tourist destinations. To tell us more about the content she creates and her RVing experiences, please welcome Nikki Benedict to the show. 
Thank you for joining us today, Nikki. I appreciate the time. Tell me a little bit about you and how you got involved in RVing. So uh, the pandemic hit, right? Um, My I was an event planner. Um, so at the time it, um, you know, the world shut down, right. Pandemic hit, everything changes. Well, what's the first thing that stopped is events. Yes. So, um, I was first furloughed and then I, they eliminated my position. Um, I worked for a small, well, large company in data automate and data analytics, um, in the automotive industry. And, um, you know, I, for the first time since I was 15, didn't have to work. You know, I didn't have to, I, I, I was supposed to sit at home and stay put. So, um, I started looking on Instagram, um, and I, I came across this, you know, RV living. I'm like, what is this? I really hadn't mm-hmm. heard about it. I didn't know it existed. Um, so I found actually now has become one of my great friends and on Instagram, we actually host every Wednesday. It's, we do hump day happy hour. Um, but she became a great friend, but she, really showed her life. She, you know, she quit her job, quit her lifestyle in this, you know, she worked for Amazon and living that corporate grind, living the American dream. So they say, and, you know, she, the way that she showcased her life, it was very real, vulnerable and honest. And, you know, I hadn't seen that. Um, she bought a class C and was traveling around with her two great Danes. And I just was so inspired, sent my first, you know, DM to somebody on Instagram and I made a connection and, a few months later, I really got to thinking, I'm like, you know what, why not? Um, I love to travel. I have a dog and she travels with me now, but you know, I, I couldn't travel freely because it was hard to find sitters, et cetera. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this thing a go. So I started doing research. I, I told myself, okay, I, if I'm going to make this a reality, I need to actually put it out into the universe. Right. So the first thing I did um, before I even drove an RV for the first time, I put it on LinkedIn that I decided I was going to be doing this. And one of the first messages I received was from Greg Four with RV Business. And we had a great conversation. Um, he said, you know what, I've been looking for someone to take on this new project that I've been kind of thinking about on the back burner. And I just feel like this would be a good fit. So uh, him and I kind of created this RV business on the road. Um, where I interview campground owners, RV dealers, attend events, et cetera. So we kind of got this project started when I jumped into RV lifestyle full time. So it's been a whirlwind. That's neat. I know Greg Four was one of my favorite sources when I was the editor of RV Daily Report for many, many years. And then he switched over to RV business. And so you are basically doing now what I was doing for RV daily report, traveling the country and interviewing people. So that's good to know that that kind of thing is continuing today. What type of RV do you have? So I have a 24 foot class C. Okay. 24 foot is small, but it's just uh, ideal for you unless you've got a really big dog with you. Nope. She is, um, she's medium sized and, I love uh, the reason I chose this layout. Originally, um, I had a friend that I was actually going to use his RV. It's it's fairly old, um, but as I was thinking about it, you know, he just wasn't sure. It had been sitting for a long time, and he wasn't sure if if it could even you know make it very far. So um, I started just looking as a as a plan B in case it wasn't reliable. And I found this layout, and it's great because it's a full slide out. Um, and I love the late you know the light the layout of it. So um, it expands and it feels like it's, you know, a tiny studio apartment. Do you tow a car with you? I do. Um, 
I actually, it's fairly new that I'm towing, um, but I actually received the car as a gift from my friend Cara that kind of introduced me to this lifestyle. So, yeah. Well, I wish I had friends who would give me cars. Um, I know. I'm very lucky. <laughs> that is neat. Super. So what attracted you to the life on the road kind of thing? Uh, it was really just wanting to get back to me again. You know, I had felt so lost for so long, um, kind of the corporate grind of things. It just wasn't a good fit. Um, I really wasn't happy in my current position at work and kind of really felt lost. Um, so I'm like, you know what, this is just the perfect time to get out there and explore. Um, I really wanted to make genuine connections with people. Um, hence my name is my business name is connecting through. Um, I, I really just love connections and, and meeting people and exploring things I hadn't before really exposing myself to different environments. Um, and the thought of doing that while having my home with me was just amazing. So that really drew me to the lifestyle. So this connecting through is a business that you own as well. And does that mean that RV business is one of your clients? Correct. We, uh, we started this project RV business, you know, connecting through takes RV business on the road. We created this project, you know, we really in- started out of thin air. So, um, yeah, I'm a contractor for them. Um, kind of working through some other things that I'd like to, to do. I have a, as part of this business, something kind of in the works right now that I can't really discuss, but it has me really excited. That's wonderful. And so you've been doing this for about a little over a year, right? Uh, well, so I bought, I moved into my RV at the end of March of last year. Um, and I didn't start traveling until June. So I've been living in it, but then I actually wasn't, you know, I was stationary for a while and, um, and then hit the road. Where are you right now? So I'm currently in Waco, Texas. Okay. So you went, you escaped the Indiana weather and came, <laughs> came south. I did. I, I, I've been, so I'm from Michigan originally. Um, and yeah, it's really nice not having to deal with, you know, shoveling the snow <laughs> and all of that. So it's been great. Where are you going to be traveling as well this spring? So it's kind of up in the air right now. I am um, making my way to Florida. Um, so on the way, I'm doing a few inter- interviews here in Texas um, and then heading to Florida because I'm helping my mom and my stepdad actually move into their RV. Uh, they're going to be stationary for a few years, but it's been great to see this kind of full circle. They are selling their house and and deciding to jump into this lifestyle. So it's been great. I've been able to inspire those close to me. What are some of the favorite places that you visited so far? Ooh, I love Bozeman, Montana. Um, I, I fell in love with Montana in general. I just, I hadn't, it was the first time that I, you know, I kind of drove, I went through Northern Michigan and made my way, um, on the North direction, but I, it was the first time that I just was truly blown away by something so magnificent and beautiful. Um, I, I absolutely love Bozeman, Montana. It is a beautiful state. I remember being there over 4th of July, a couple of years ago. And I was actually there for like 10 days and I only got half a day off to explore uh, the Ah. state. And it was just gorgeous. I wish I had taken more time to really soak in the beauty of Montana. Well, hopefully you'll be able to make it back there. Someday. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you (laughs) like to go? What are, what's on your bucket list of places to visit? Um, so I started this journey, right. Giving myself at least a year. I told myself, okay, I'm going to 
if I hate it, if I don't like it, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to stick it out for a year. Well, now I'm on my, my year mark and I want to continue. Um, so I definitely am going to do it for another year. Um, I haven't dreamed, I haven't made any decisions yet, but I would love to go to Alaska. Uh, I have some friends that are debating, you know, making the hike up there as well. So I, I might do it, but um, there's so much of this, of you know, the United States that I'd like to see as well. So I think I, I need to make a decision on it, but definitely Alaska is a bucket list for sure. So you travel around the country and you interview RV dealers, manufacturers, suppliers, et cetera. And how do you find those folks? Do, does RV business give you assignments or do you look for interesting stories to share? Combination of both. So I, you know, they, there's definitely dealers that they focus on, you know, in whenever area I'm traveling to. So it's all kind of based on my schedule. Um, but it's been great because I've found interviews along my travels that, you know, okay, this would be a great story. This would be a great, you know, person to interview. So it's a combination of both. We've, we've built a good relationship in that, you know, if we feel like it's a good story, we trust one another to, to make it happen. You focus primarily on industry interviews. Or are you interviewing our beers as well? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, I, so on my channel on, on social media is really where I'm, I'm, I spend a lot of my time. Um, and I talk to every Wednesday we interview, uh, different travelers, right? So if they're living a nomadic lifestyle, traveling, anything kind of out of the ordinary, um, we do hump day happy hour, which is just a fun thing that we do on Instagram live, um, just to have fun with it and, and get to know people that are living this life, why they made the decision to do it. And you know, what really drives them to travel. So, I've really enjoyed that part is being able to share other people's stories. Um, you know, there's a lot to focus on when it comes to social media and platforms and, and what do you want to tell your story? Right. So I, as I've gone through a year now, I've, I'm trying to hone in on what that focus is, but um, content creation is something I really love to do. So working with brands to, you know, share their products and, and share that with, with the viewers is great too. So I really enjoy it. People really love stories and they connect to that because it's personal. It's what somebody's experiencing and you know, it can be inspiring to people to want to go out and do the same thing. Right. Yeah. So when you're connecting through business, are you working with other clients now too? Are you always looking for them? Yeah, I'm, I'm always open and looking, um, focus primarily on, on content creation and, there's going to be a different wing of that. Like I said, I earlier on that I'm, I'm secretly working on in the, in the background. Um, but working with brands to, to showcase what, what they would like to, um, I'm always looking for new people to partner with and, and new ideas. Um, I passed in event planning and hospitality, you know, there's always opportunities out there. Um, so I'm definitely open if, if something great comes along. That's great. So you're basically writing blogs and doing web content for your clients. Right. Okay. Which is something you can do parked anywhere. Right. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Have you faced any challenges on the road? Oh, of course. What are some of them? <laughs> um, well, you know, they tell you anything that you read um, that, you know, about this lifestyle is to make sure that you prepare because things will go wrong. Things will break, etc. Well, it's a lot easier to say that and then actually experience it. Um, I actually have had, I had to replace my whole entire slide. So I was out of my RV for three months. Um, They're waiting on parks and 
with everything on back order and all of the delays that were happening, um, you know, it took a really long time, longer than they anticipated. So I guess being out of it for a long time, that, that was a challenge. Um, I've been kind of a fly by the seat of your pants kind of planner, which has been good and bad. <laughs> My, I guess, worst experience, I got into um, Jackson Hole and it was so busy. There was some sort of festival or something going on and I couldn't find anywhere to even park my RV. Um, so that was a situation where poor planning really did not help me. <laughs> and I realized, okay, I at least have to have a balance. If I'm gonna plan only a week or a few days or even that day, I at least have to have some sort of idea of where I'm going and safely can park. So those are two of the biggest things is warranty, warranty work, getting service work, and you know, making sure I'm planning properly. Well, you're still a newbie if you've been doing this for about a year. So what are some of the most interesting or important lessons that you've learned the hard way? I guess the biggest, don't be afraid to ask for help, right? I used to be somebody that was very independent, I guess is the, is the word I use. Um, but in this lifestyle, you have to depend on other people. Um, you know, I, I think I've spent way too much time trying to look into something or fix something on my own and, and, you know, look online and, and search or instead it would have saved me a lot of time to just go on to one of the Facebook groups that, you know, is full of RVers and I can put it out there and ask a question and someone wants to help can get a quick answer to me right away. Um, so I think wasting a lot of time on things that I could really rely on other people for help has been a, a challenge or something that I've overcame. That is a very good point because you can, can waste a lot of time searching for answers. And then even if you go online, you know, some of these folks, you don't even know whether they're the right answers or not. So it's really hard for new people and even experienced RVers to figure out who to trust online and where to get their information. How do you do that? There's, you know, different Facebook groups that are full of RVers. Um, I'm also a member of Escapers, and that's a great resource as well. So, and FMCA RV Club. So there's different clubs and things that have, you know, people in this lifestyle that are that trusted network Mm -hmm. that you can rely on. So um, I've made a lot of friends through Escapers and Escapees. Um, So that's been, you know, they have great message boards and community groups that is a great resource to find people. Um, another source I use is, um, you know, you can sp- focus on your specific manufacturer. So, um, there's Facebook groups mm-hmm. for that as well. Um, to be fair, I, am not a big fan of Facebook, but the groups in there are, are excellent. Um, but yeah, if you can put a question in on one of those forums, um, usually you can get an answer that at least gets you in the right direction on where to look. I agree. That's, a, that's a good point. Now I talked to a number of women who've been solo RVing. And so I'm glad to see that you're doing it as well. Have you had any challenges or safety concerns or anything like that being out there on your own? You know, it's so funny. That was, that's the number one question that I get asked. Um, And that was the number one thing that family and friends were concerned about Mm -hmm. me being on the road. It's like, you hear all these things like, oh, it's such a scary place out there as a woman, right? Or as anybody being on your own, Um, you know, it's, but it's the fear of the unknown that really gets people. I, I feel like I've, this country is full of really great people. Now, great. Granted, there's bad people out there everywhere too, but I, I feel safe. You know, I'm, I'm, I trust my judgment. I make sure I'm aware of my surroundings. 
I park places where I can, right? I, I don't, I, I have been very fortunate and, you know, of course I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, use your judgment. Um, you have to be smart. You have to be safe, but yeah, no, there's, it's not as scary as everyone makes it out to be. <laughs> um, plus I have a dog that's very protective. So if anybody <laughs> did try to approach me, they, you know, they step away pretty quickly. I'd imagine. Do you find people treat you differently as a single gal on the road? No. No. Um, but it is interesting because I, <laughs> there, be, there will be times where I'm, you know, backing into a space or, you know, adjusting myself and, and I've actually had this happen more than one occasion where a male would come over and try to and insert themselves that I needed help. Now it's of course, to be fair, tr they're trying to be helpful. Right. But mm -hmm. they're actually being harmful sometimes. Like if they ask and I say, no, I'm okay. That means I'm okay. I don't need your help and I don't need. I don't need you in, to insist here, you know? Right. Um, so that's been interesting. Um, but it's all, you know, it's just trying to be nice, but, you know, I try to approach it like, Hey, you know, I'm good. I travel full time solo. So I do this all the time. And usually it's, it starts with a good conversation. So it's just kind of changing people's perceptions when they don't know. A lot of people are familiar with escapees and they've been around forever. And a lot of full-time RVers are members of that group, but they might not know who the escapers are. Can you Tell a little bit more about what that is. Yeah, Escapers is within Escapees RV Club, um, and they are the working age. It's for the working aged RVer. So anyone that's really focused on working while on the road um, can be a, a member of Escapers. Um, it's it's great because it, you know you meet a lot of really great people that are in that same situation as you, whether they travel full time, part time, or they're you know just out there occasionally. You know, a lot of us we do have to work remotely, um, so meeting people that kind of face these same challenges and live the life that you do is, has been really great. Have you been connected with any of the groups that are specifically uh, targeted to serving solo women on the road? Yeah. So I've attended a few events. Um, I've attended the escapees escapade and then the escapers, their, their bash that happened just recently. Um, and they have groups within that, that are, that are all full of solos. Um, so it's been honestly, I've met so many great people. Um, and now I've actually made really close friends, stayed really close friends with because of it. So yeah, the attending events has been key for me, um, to connect with other solos that are out on the road. Um, also social media. Um, I never imagined that I would have such a close relationship with people that I had never met in my life, but I have bonded with people online, um, you know, through Instagram and, and TikTok you know, you find people out there that you didn't even know were out there doing the same thing as you. So yeah, it's, it's, that's, I have some great friends on the internet. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. So how often do you travel? So right now I'm moving a little quicker than I would like. I think I've found a balance. Um, I think my safe space is, you know, three to four days, um, a week, probably tops to stay in a location. Um, now that I have a tow vehicle, it makes it a little bit easier to stay put and explore the area. Um, but I also, I love to drive and I love to see new things. Um, and really drive time is my, my work time, right? I, my, I can focus, I can dream, I can think about all of the things that I want to accomplish while I'm driving. Um, so I, I do like to drive far distances, but I'd say the, the sweet spot is, you know, five days. Mm -hmm. 
three to five days is the sweet spot. Um, I, I stayed when I was in Arizona for two weeks and then, and then I continued to stay in Arizona for a few months, but that being there for that long of a period, I, I, I got to get out and ex- it's too long. I got to get mm-hmm. out and explore a little more than two weeks. <laughs> I understand you're following the same pattern I did at RV daily report. <laughs> I moved every three to five days, but I, and then do you coordinate your travels around specific events or things like that? Or do you have a particular route you, you try and go to? It's a little bit of both. Um, there are key events and things that I'd like to attend, especially now that I'm planning for this upcoming year, um, deciding where I'm going to be and what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus mostly around events and, you know, people that I want to meet up with. Um, like I said, I, I met a, I've met a lot of really great friends that I'd like to connect with down the road. So um, this year, I, or last year, I spent a lot of time out West. This year, I'd like to stay around the East Coast a little bit before mm-hmm. I head out West. I might actually look for a work camping job. Um, I'm really indecisive right now on how mm-hmm. the direction I want to go. So that's kind of up in the air. That's the beauty of this lifestyle is because right? you, you can pick a direction. You can do whatever the heck you want to do. That's one of the, the joys of being RVing. And one of the big attractions is the freedom that it offers. So if you don't like a particular area, just pack up your house and move somewhere else and give that a try. Right. So that's neat. How long in advance do you have to plan out like your campground stays and things like that? Or have you found it relatively easy to be able to just pull up into a campground and find an, a vacant spot? You know, I have found it relatively easy. I think I've lucked out because the size of my RV, um, if you're larger, it's hard to, to get spots a lot of the times, but I, I've been pretty lucky. Um, I don't do a lot of planning in advance, um, <laughs> which I really admire those that can plan a whole year in advance, but I just, I'm, I'm not that person and I don't want to be right now. You know, I've spent my life planning events, planning, planning, planning. It's kind of nice to just, you know, flip a coin and decide where I'm going to go. Um, I have run into situations where I haven't been able to find somewhere. So, you know, like I said, it, finding the balance of that is important. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been pretty lucky. That's awesome. Uh, do you have any advice for people who are considering jumping into the RV lifestyle? One piece of advice, if you do decide, yes, I'm in, I'm, I'm buying my RV, I'm doing all the things, right? There's plenty of advice and blogs and tips out there for you for things that you need to buy and prep and do. My advice would be, you have to get the bare minimums, right? Like you have to get the whole, you know, black or a black tank hose and, you know, hoses for water, but don't go out and buy a bunch of things until you know how you're going to use them. Um, there's plenty of things where I bought and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Now I've never used this one time, even though it was said that it was the most needed thing. Um, my advice would be just go out for a week or two. If you can stay local to where you are and you can just try and figure out what you need, stay put for a while and don't go and buy all the things all at once, you know, take your time with it and, and buy as you need. Um, that's always one piece of advice that I give. What are some of Nikki's must have products or apps that you found helpful in planning your trips and things like that? Ooh, um, for specifically trip planning, trip planning are the products that you like to use on the road. Um, so products I love, um, I rock solar, so I don't have, um, I'm not solar ready yet. So, you know, getting that haul hooked up is going to be an investment, but Right now, I don't have that. So 
when I'm off the grid and I love to boondock and I love to stay places that, you know, don't have hookups. So I love my rock solar. Um, it's a power, uh, portable power charger. Uh, it, I use it for everything when I'm, when I'm not connected to power, I'm actually using it right now to have my computer <laughs> plugged in. Um, I love my clear source water filter. That's amazing. Um, I, for trip planning, I use Campindium a lot. It's a great resource because you can kind of look what's in front of you when you're, when you're traveling. Um, I overlander, I use that as well. Um, you know, the standard Google maps, all that, but yeah, I like Camp Indian's a really good resource that I use pretty much daily. That's excellent. Well, Nikki, this has been fascinating. You've been, uh, you've done a great job in describing the lifestyle and, uh, the freedom and flexibility that it involves. So I wish you the best of luck uh, the, the rest of this year as you uh, just sort of Follow your nose wherever you find the news stories or, you know, the scoops to write about and uh, enjoying your time on the road. Thank you. And one thing I do want to share as well, if people are thinking about this lifestyle and let's say they're another female that's single or solo or, you know, wants to get out and travel on their own, you know, don't wait around for your life to start. Um, if you want to do something, you don't need anybody else to do it. Um, you know, you have to believe in yourself and have to know that you have the courage and strength to do it, but start small, you know, use a, you know, go tent camping, um, talk to other people that are living this lifestyle for advice. Um, you know, rent an RV for the first time. Don't be afraid to do something on your own because you're waiting around for somebody else to join you. Go out and do it on your own. You can do it. That's an excellent advice. If people wanted to follow your journeys or read about the things that you're writing about, how could they do that? Yeah, so I am mostly on Instagram and TikTok um, on social media. So you can follow me there. I'm connecting through Nikki. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook if you, you like the Facebook. But um, I'm going to have my, up, my website up and running at some point here soon. That's been in the works. Um, that's connectingthrough.com. Um, and then any of the interviews with RV business, you can check that out on their YouTube channel. Very, oh, so your interviews are all video. They are. Yes. Well, that's cool. Okay. Very good. Well, yeah, thank- I'm kind of the, I'm, I'm, I have, I wear all the hats in this. I, I film, I, I do all the B roll. I do the interviews. I'm, I doing just starting on the editing. But that's a new pickup, but yeah, I, I kind of do it all in the interview. That makes my brain hurt just to think about all the work involved in doing video interviews. So uh, congratulations for your ability to figure out. And uh, I wish you the best of luck going forward. Thanks again, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. I'd like to thank content creator Nikki Benedict for coming on the show to describe what attracted her to the RV lifestyle and what inspires her to continue traveling. Of all the lessons Nikki has learned, one of the biggest is not to be afraid to ask other RVers for help when she needs it. She had spent a lot of time scouring the internet for solutions to some problems she experienced, when simply asking someone for advice and help would have saved her a lot of time. Nikki has made a lot of friends among younger RVers as members of the Escapees Club's Escapers group. She's also an active participant in several Facebook groups for RVers. One of the most frequent questions she has asked is what it's like traveling the country on her own as a young woman. 
It's a concern many of her friends and family members shared as well. However, by being aware of her surroundings and using good judgment, Nikki said she feels safe, especially with an overly protective dog as a roommate. The freedom offered through the RV lifestyle is a big benefit for Nikki. She enjoys selecting a destination and then just heading out. If she finds out the area wasn't what she expected it to be, Nikki simply moves on to another location. Nikki's biggest piece of advice to new RVers is not to buy accessory items until they know for sure they're going to be needed. She spent a lot of money buying things other people told her she would consider essential to RV travel. However, Nikki has never used some of those things. There are a number of ways people can connect with Nikki. Her favorites are Instagram, where you find her at www.instagram.com forward slash connecting through T-H-R-U Nikki, N-I-K-I, and looking for her video interviews at RV Businesses, RVB On The Road YouTube channel. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all I have for this week's show. Next week, I'll begin interviewing a man connected to a service organization called RV Caravanners, where its members travel around the country completing projects for Habitat for Humanity. It's a great opportunity to volunteer for a few weeks or make it a full-time effort to build homes that are sold to people with lower incomes. I'll have more details on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thank you for listening.